Welcome everybody to Trade Zach Show. I'm here with Brian and Eric, and uh, we have a quite a special guest today. Two of them actually, and it's funny how this happened. So uh, last week we did an episode with uh, Jim Star Laser from American Gladiators, and he went into his nutrition um, after we stopped recording. And he was nice enough to get on one of his partners from Opsis Health, Chief Health Officer for Opsis Health, Mike Pincus. So we decided to have him on to talk about what exactly Opsis Health is. And while Jim was explaining it, it was really interesting. So I'm really looking for this episode and i know brian and eric are way healthier than i am so mike with any with any like saving grace you could maybe save my life and give me <laughs> work so, <laughs> so because my larges are becoming mediums really quick <laughs> so mike, if you want to get going uh let us know you know your background how you got into health in general and, and what exactly opposite health is and jim feel free to jump in any time and uh combat them or agree with them Absolutely. Absolutely. This is great. So first and uh, foremost, thanks guys for having me on. Uh, honored. This is great. Jim told me all about you guys and how you guys found him. And uh, uh, this, I'm excited to uh, hear his podcast that he was on and uh, hear him talk all about himself. And, you know, <laughs> it probably lasted about five minutes because he doesn't talk about himself. <laughs> I say that joking because I'm I'm probably the biggest fan of of laser, uh, mm-hmm. you know, than anybody else. And uh, my background, so I've been a fitness trainer for 34 years, and uh, you guys are catching me actually at a really good day because tomorrow is my last day as a fitness trainer. Oh, I've wow. officially retired. Oh um, wow! Congratulations! Never, thank you. I never thought I would do that. 34 years, uh, over 50,000 hours of training clients. And it's uh, all been one-on-one training. Uh, so that's all I've ever done since I was 18 years old. Uh, do the math. Yes, I am. Uh, I'm younger than Jim. Let's just put uh, it that Mike, way. And you have <laughs> opposite ends. Mike, you have 34 years, 50,000 hours of training. I have 34 years, 50,000 hours of eating. So we are <laughs> opposite ends of the spectrum here. So this I is going to be great. I love it. This is great. So uh, as a... As a full-time trainer, uh, that's all I've ever done. And my clientele that I specialized in for all those years has been weight loss, uh, altering body composition. They, they come to me that they, they want to uh, feel better, look better, move better. And, <clears throat> you know, they, they would always try to disguise it as I want to be healthier uh, or I want to uh, move better because my grandkids or even my kids when, you know, when we were younger, uh, but it was, I knew it was all about losing body fat, looking better in the mirror. Uh, we know that years ago, URSA, uh, which is one of the largest organizations that kind of does all these, um, they're connected to all the health clubs. And they did a survey years and years ago, and they interviewed 6,000 uh, members throughout the clubs in the US. And the question was, why do they exercise? Why do they go to a gym? And 94%, I think it was either 94 or 96% said it was uh, for health reasons. And uh, the, uh, the other said it was for vanity. And we know that they're all lying. Uh, it, it's all for vanity. It, it is to track the opposite sex or the same sex for that matter. It doesn't matter. But it's all, everyone wants to look good. And if that weren't the case, then the gyms would not have mirrors in the gyms. So we know this is the driving force. So along my career, uh, the question would always become, well, what should I be eating? 
And I had said for the longest time that I'm not a registered dietitian. I didn't go to school for that. I am a fitness trainer. Uh, you wouldn't ask your dietitian, what, how should I do a push-up? Why are you asking me what you should eat? But the reality is, is that that is what is asked of most trainers. I believe most trainers, um, they cross the line and they are starting to tell people what they should and shouldn't eat. And I look at it as you know, on, on many levels, why would you cross that line? You're not trained. You didn't go to school for it. Funny. Yeah, exactly. Brian, Brian, Brian knows. Yeah. It's I, could, I could tell you firsthand because I, I was also a trainer um, for a couple of years. And that's something that would always come up because you have your clients that come in. And I would say, I mean, I've always argued that exercise is like 20% of the battle. 80% yep. is absolutely your nutrition because if you go, to on, the, Brian. Yeah. you go to the gym and you work out, you bust your ass, you have a hard workout, then you go to McDonald's. It's like, what did you do that for? You wasted exactly. your time. Yep. You know? And, the, and, and the you, find, you find people that come to you and they say, oh, well, do you do nutrition plans? And I used to tell people, you know, I'm not a registered dietitian. I'm not a nutritionist. I can give you some ideas but I'm not going to make a plan for you. Yeah. Yep. I knew there were trainers that I worked with who were selling meal plans. Oh, and it sure. was like, you know, you, yeah, because, yeah. I mean, you know, you go back to how much a gym makes and how much a trainer makes when you sell a package. I mean, yeah. I sell, I sell a $2,000 package to someone and I see maybe three or $400 out of that. The gym gets the rest of it, but I got to sell it. I got to sell the person. I got to train them. I got to do the work. And I'm getting gypped. So, of course, a lot of times you're going to have trainers that are going to say, well, I'll do a meal plan for you for 100 bucks." Yep. Yep. And here's Very the true. thing that's, that's really, and Brian, you're right on. And this is um, when I mentored, uh, I started a mentorship program for trainers uh, 20, 21 years ago. And it's about the business of training. It's not how to train. Uh, we assume, I assume you know how to train. Otherwise, why are you a trainer? Don't come to me and ask how to train. You're going to go get certified or get your degree. But this is purely the business side. And the other side of why I never wrote programs, two sides. One is I know they weren't going to follow it. The client was not going to do it. There's just no way. So why am I going to waste my time? Okay, I'm going to get some money out of it. But here's the other thing that trainers don't understand. Referrals. You find a really good registered dietitian and you refer them. And all of a sudden, instead of giving up, you know, instead of you giving up $100 or even $300 if you're writing a program, you send this one client to a registered dietitian, that registered dietitian is going to send you three clients back. Mm -hmm. And now you have a referral business and now your business is growing. So stick with what you know, not what, what you think you know. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so like yourself, Brian, I would say that, look, in the state of California, I'm not licensed or educated to write a diet plan. And on top of it, you won't follow it. But what I am allowed to do is educate you on what a carbohydrate is. I can tell you what a protein is. I can tell you what a fat is. I can, I can explain those things legally. I just can't tell you how much to eat of it. And it doesn't matter because you're not going to do it anyways. So uh, along the along the way through all this, um, and and this is the the fun part of 34 years in the industry. You know, I got to see everything come and go. I got to see all the trends come and go. I mean, you kind of think about it. This is uh, this always really ages me. And this week has been a heck of a week with all my clients of 
looking back, I've my longest running client's been 25 years, two days a week. Wow. I've got two wow. of those. And so we just Incredible. kind of celebrated this week. And um, I said, I've been, I've been in the industry before the internet. Hmm. There was no internet. I mean, it, it's crazy. So when you go crazy. back and look at what we did back in the day and when uh, my mentors would teach me and who came from the world of nutrition, they would teach us and say, okay, this is what you can say. These are what you're allowed to say without being a dietitian. So I would say to the, uh, the, uh, my client, I'd say, okay, get a piece of paper and notebook and uh, write a, a, put a line down the middle and on the left-hand side, put the food and on the right-hand side, put calories. And let's just add up how many calories you're eating. And they're like, well, how do I know how many calories? Well, here's a book. And this was uh, the 30,000 book, uh, 30,000 uh, count of food uh, by Kareem T. Netzer. And we handed that out in the late, late 80s, early 90s. And I would tell them, I'm not going to add up your food. I'm not going to add up your calories. You're going to do this yourself. This lasted like three weeks tops, if that. I mean, they're like, yeah, I'm not doing this ever again. But what it got them to be aware of is tracking. And I said, bottom line, I don't have to tell you anything. Just start writing it down, journaling it. So when you actually write down candy bar, you're going to be, you know, if you're going to be honest with yourself, you're going to look at that and go, okay, I can't do that again. So suddenly you don't want to be held accountable for that. Um, but what this allowed us to do is to figure out how many calories you were consuming over the course of a week. And then we would try to find the average and go from there. So um, then around... Uh, let's see, in the early 90s, Palm Pilots come out, okay? And we took these Palm Pilots and uh, they were handheld devices well before a phone and you could do little spreadsheets on them and do kind of do the same thing before anyone had a personal computer in their house. Uh, then the personal computer comes about and right, and then I'm going to jump forward, right around 2005, uh, a company called MyFitnessPal uh, releases a website and now it's game on. This is awesome. We can just plug in these numbers and I'm taking people's, um, what they're eating. Again, I'm not telling them what to eat, but they're telling me what they're eating and I'm plugging it in and it's spinning back this thing, uh, this program and it's awesome. And I would just hand them and say, look, this is what you're doing. 2007, the iPhone uh, comes out and the uh, apps eventually hit the, uh, I, uh, the uh, iPhone store, whatever, the iTunes store. And uh, essentially the apps have not changed all that much since 2007. My fitness pal is the gold standard and we've used it. It's, uh, it's inaccurate. It's clumsy. It's a pain in the butt. You have to type in the word hamburger. You then have to, uh, search for hamburger. Then you have to figure out which hamburger it is that you're eating. Cause there's 75 hamburgers, which is kind of weird. Cause there's really only one hamburger, what you put on it is cheese, ketchup, mayo, peanut butter, fried egg, bacon, whatever you put on it, but it's still a hamburger. Um, and then we would have to validate. Uh, is there any way to validate how many calories this thing actually is? And then the best part of it all has been, it then asks you, is this a small, medium, or large? Well, I hate to be, you know, I'm being totally honest here, the obese population says, well, that's a small hamburger. It's all subjective. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And the skinny population says, that's a massive hamburger. 
Hence the reason they stay skinny and hence the reason they stay overweight. I, wow. Yeah. Never even thought it's about that. that. Yeah, yeah. It's that easy. Yeah. So yeah. 2000, uh, uh, 2019, I'm minding my own business as always. And I'm a lifer. I'm a, I'm a lifetime you know, fitness trainer. This is what I'm doing. There's nothing else on the planet I want to do. I've got a client. His name is Jeff. And he happens to be a financial advisor. He's my, uh, my, mine and my wife, Lisa, our financial advisor. And he said, hey, I've got a client of mine. Uh, he's got an invention. He came up with an idea. And I said, great. He said, I think you should hear about him. I go, oh, okay, what is it? Is it? I'm assuming it's in my space. He said, yeah, I think, I think you'll like it. Um, you can use your phone to detect how many calories. I said, no, can't be done. It, mm-hmm. They tried. It can't be done. He said, no, 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 this guy's sharp. I said, great, can't be done. He said, well, will you, will you look at it? And I said, yeah, that's fine. He said, well, I'll have him send over a deck. I'm uh, 50 years old. I've never heard the term deck before. I'm like, he's going to send over a what? Like, that's deck. funny. Like, what, like a deck of cards? because you're a trainer. You're a I'm trainer, a trainer. I'm like, a full-time on, trainer. Man. This is what I do. So he says, it's this thing that it's going to be emailed to you and you're going to look at it. And I'm like, oh, okay, fine. So he sends over the deck and I'm looking at this going, well, this is kind of interesting. Um, and it turns out that uh, his, so my client, Jeff, his uh, client is named Kevin Grundy. And um, Kevin is like me as a client of Jeff's. Uh, but Kevin, uh, at, at this point, Kevin's uh, retired and he's already done 13 startups um, he has many, many different inventions and he made some money, uh, back in 2000 and invested with Jeff and that's how they know each other. Jeff is doing his, uh, quarterly calls. Hey, how's everything going? How are the kids? Da, da, da. Great. What are you up to? Knowing that he's retired. And Kevin says, well, I think I got one more in me. And Jeff's like, come on, what are you talking about? He says, I figured it out. I think I got the big one. And at this time, Kevin is 62 years old, uh, 61, 62. And so he tells him and everything. He says, well, I got a trainer you need to meet. So Jeff put us together July 2nd, uh, 2019, our first phone call. Supposed to last 15 minutes, 90 minutes later. Mm. And I'm realizing I am not dealing with somebody in the health and fitness world. Uh, there is something that this guy is very, very different. Uh, so Kevin Grundy is a, uh, he graduated Cal Poly, um, I believe top of the class in engineering. He's in the engineering hall of fame at Cal Poly. And he was personally searched out when he was younger. And I believe in his probably early twenties, uh, he was searched out to do a job for, for Steve jobs Hmm. at next computers. This is so Steve jobs, uh, had left Apple and started next computers and uh, they needed somebody to do some major design work, if you will. And uh, Steve uh, found, went and searched and found Kevin Grundy and Kevin came in, did the whole interview. And one of the things was, can you take all of these electronics and, and it's much bigger than this, but on the screen, you'll see it um, down into a tiny little chip. And Kevin looked at it. He's like, yeah, I think I could do it. Nobody told Kevin that it was impossible. Uh, Steve's engineers already said it's impossible. It can't be done. Steve, as we all know, the story of Steve Jobs, everything can be done. 
I don't know how exactly how long it took him. I don't know if it was six weeks or six months, but it was not that long. And he did it. And um, he said, well, now what? And he said, you need to come work for us. Uh, so they, uh, Kevin worked for him for seven years. And in that uh, period of time, he worked directly hand in hand with Steve and had an amazing uh, mentorship program with Steve and a, and a very close friendship. Uh, I mean, it was very unique. Steve was a, from everything I've learned from Kevin, <clears throat> he was a very hard uh, nut to crack. Mm. And, but he did. Uh, they got along great. Um, Kevin, uh, so Steve uh, ends up, Apple needs Steve back and they need some, uh, some of his engineering and he goes back. Kevin uh, does not go with him. Kevin goes on his own, but says, you know, the only thing I ask is, can I still call you anytime I want? And he said, absolutely. So Kevin goes on his own and he starts up uh, a few other companies. And I don't know if you guys remember, you're too young, but before we had all this Wi-Fi and it was easy to get on the internet, we had these things called DSL and it was a box <laughs> that you would have yep. that you would plug in to get on. That's Kevin's invention. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he invented the DSL box. Uh, so he's had uh, two, two companies that IPO'd uh, initial public offering. They, uh, two, uh, two of them are unicorns, uh, valued over a billion dollars. Hmm. Uh, 43 U.S. Uh, patents issued to him on different uh, projects. Like I said, 13 startups. This is number 14. Nice. So we get to talking <clears throat> and I said, how in the hell did you come up with this idea? And he said, it's what I do. I'm an engineer. Uh, and to this day, we're, we're, he and I are now two years into this. He's three years in. He doesn't get excited about anything. One plus one is two. Why would you get excited? Um, I, I'm able to, you know, I was able to crack the code. I did it. So someone's going to do it. Why not me? And I just sit there and like, dude, you have no idea what you've done. So uh, we finally, uh, he and I meet in uh uh, June, uh, excuse me, July of 2019, we meet in person here in Southern California. And we just kind of hit the ground running. Uh, for the first six months, it was essentially he and I. And when it came time right away, within the first couple of weeks, I needed to know what kind of person I'm dealing with. And I had said, okay, when you, when you get me, you get my family. And it's more than just my wife and my two daughters. But I come with a, as a fitness trainer of 30 plus years, I come with a slew of clients that really protect me. And I said, so there's two individuals in particular, I need you to meet and I, ne I need them to see this. And if they say it's a green light, I'm in. If they say this can't be done, I'm out. I said, I've been pulled along on many different things before. I've been suckered into seven different multi-level marketing uh, ideas because I'm the fitness guy. And the fitness guy knows everybody and they, you know, got, you know, clients and members and all that. So, uh, my two guys, uh, one's in the world of finance, the other's in the world of telecommunications. And they looked at this and said, holy crap, not only are you doing this, we are doing this with you. Okay. And so they jumped in, uh, jumped the story along. Uh, he ended up meeting them, uh, out here in Southern California and we just started snowballing the whole thing. And then it came time where he said, um, you know, we need to raise money. And I said, okay, well, can I go and talk to my other clients? My, my regular, these, these first two were uh, 
close clients, but they haven't been my long distance clients. And he said, yeah, that's fine. Uh, neither he nor I ever thought that I had the ability to raise money because I've never asked a client for a dime. I never brought a deal to a client. I never, uh, um, they always gave me advice. I never offered up advice because that wasn't my place. So uh, eventually unleashed it to my clients and lo and behold, uh, we are now, we, we took our first check March of 2020 and we did our angel investing round and every one of my clients came in. Mm. Uh, so I am, not only am I retiring, but every one of my clients is in. And I am fully, both feet, whole body, all five, seven of me, uh, you know, 250 pounds ripped. <laughs> hey. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, laser, easy there. I, I, I want to touch though, because um, I know Jim explained it last time off there. Like, can you explain exactly what the yeah. app is and what, yeah, please. Yeah. Exactly. So it's fascinating. It is. So the name of the company is Opsis Health. Okay. You can go to opsishealth.com and check it out. O-P-S-I-S health.com. And what um, I, I'm going to explain what we're doing uh, and make it as the easiest way to understand it for anybody that's listening and anyone that's going to actually use it. What we're doing to food is what Google did to roads. Okay. So, uh, when, when uh, iMaps and Google Maps both came out, they were essentially built very similar ways, except one of them did it the right way. And it's not Apple. Um, what happened is Google purchased uh, a bunch of Toyota Prius cars and they put a scanner on the top of the car and they drove the car around for 13 years. Uh, and they got miles and miles and miles, millions of miles of roads. And they took pictures of everywhere that car went and that built the database. Wow. So that when they released the Google maps to be on your phone, you can be in California and say, get me to Staten Island and it'll get you there. Pretty that's cool. Crazy. I never and knew that's how they did that. That's how they did it. Yeah. Apple, what they decided to do is they went and asked everybody to take a bunch of pictures. Hey, go outside your house, take a picture. Hey, take a picture over here. Hey, take a picture here. Send us those pictures. We're going to map them together. Well, that doesn't work. And that is, it's the easiest. Now I'm going to explain how we're doing ours, what we're doing. That's the easiest way to explain the difference of the two. So what other companies are, have done and are currently attempting to do is the big, big news is food recognition. They're able to take your phone, take a picture and recognize that that's a banana. We say, great job. Um, I didn't need a phone to tell me that that was a banana. I freaking look at the banana and I knew it was a banana. I feel like, Mike, I feel like you were like 30 years in the business at that time. It's like, I don't have time for this shit. Like, yeah. I can't, like what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, seriously? And then here's the best part. Then they ask you, is that a banana or is that corn? I'm like, seriously? You don't, you can't tell the difference of the two? Okay, fine. I will give that to you. I'm going to tell you it's a banana. Next question, small, medium, or large. Now, why in the hell did you make me take a picture and then ask me what size it is? Why didn't I just type in B-A-N, banana's going to come up, small, medium, and large is going to come up. You actually added more work. That's why I'm not doing this. And that's why so many of these are not working and, and failing. And there's probably five of them that do food recognition. 
So, well, Mike, listen, Mike, yeah. list the five. List the five because I'm sure uh, everybody on uh, here my has fit- heard of that. Yeah, my fitness pal, if I can remember all five. My fitness yeah. pal, lose it, calorie mama, AI Cal, and I believe it's uh, uh, food visor, I believe are the five. And uh, and they're they're what they're attempting to do, we we get what they're attempting to do. They're just going about it all the wrong way. Okay. So Kevin comes along and because he's trained as an engineer and understands how this thing works, you can't do what they're attempting to do with one photo. It's impossible. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have to take a video scan. Think of the scanner on the Google uh, car driving around. It's taking a bunch of pictures. Mm -hmm. So what we have to do first, before I explain how the end user works is we have to build the database because Google had to build the database you can't just say, hey, get me from here to Washington. Well, unless the data is up there, good luck. It's not going to work. So you got to build it. So what we're doing is uh, we are recruiting what's called citizen scientists. Now, we thought we're this, we're this bright. We thought we created the name citizen scientists within the company because we're like, oh, they're citizen. They're like scientists. This is cool. So we're all excited. We came up with the name. Lo and behold, there's 28 books on citizen scientists on Amazon right now. Mm. It's been around for a long time. (laughs) We're like, who in their right mind? There are people that literally will look up at the stars and tell you what they see and report that information. There are people that are collecting water samples all over the country and sending them in because they want clean water. Volunteers. We had no idea this is possible. So so we're creating, uh, so we're developing the citizen scientist program and what they will do some will simply use the phone, okay, which I'll describe here in a second, uh, to scan the food. And some will actually use what uh, is called a carousel, which is something we designed. And, and we use your phone uh, in the carousel. Uh, the first thing that they'll do, most majority of them will be, is just using the phone. And what will happen is you'll get a plate of food, okay, it's your own food. And you'll put the plate of food down and we will take, uh, you'll take your phone and you will do what we call a breeze. Okay. It's a, it's a rainbow effect. All right. It's just one direction from 30 to 30, one direction. It's about 18 inches off the plate. And in that period, we are taking up to 90 images. Okay. Of your food. And in that 90 images, we're grabbing the best image. And with that best image, we are able to create a 3d model of that food. So we now know the portion, we know the size of it. We know the density, we will know the weight, and we connect that to our own database that we are creating. And, it, and it's a validated database. So everything in this is, in our databases, everything is rated on 100 grams. So if you say 100 grams of pizza, because mm-hmm. you weigh it, or 100 grams of mashed potatoes, you have a starting point, okay? So everything in our database has 100 grams. Well, on every other database, 100 grams means nothing because if you don't know what you're about to eat, weighs, what are you comparing it to? You're not comparing apples to apples. We, in a picture or in a video, we will know what that thing weighs. So we can tell you exactly how many calories, how, what the portion size is, the density of the food, uh, the protein, carbon, fats, and all the micronutrients, 175 micronutrients in five seconds. 
That's insane, man. Like, it's insane. I, it's I freaky. I don't like how things like that could exist because it makes you feel like yeah. what doing in this life. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what is Mike, coming down Mikey, the pipeline? Um, oh. yeah. Jimmy, go ahead. Mikey, ex explain uh, to the audience and obviously our, our, our great host, uh, talk about the nudges and what this does. I, I, I think yeah. as yeah. an end user that has this uh, app and the, the technology to be able to give you a nudge is what Opsis yep. is calling it. I, I think it's, it's outstanding in, uh, yeah. when you have, and just go ahead and go, go with that a little bit. Yeah. So once the database is up and running, okay, once we have this library um, uh, built, uh, we then are going, and we do that through our citizen scientists and our citizen scientists eventually become end users. And ultimately what will end up happening, just like, you open up your phone and you go on, uh, uh, you open up your Google map and you just say where you want to go. You didn't even know how it was, how it did that. Okay. It's going to be the same thing. End users are not going to know how we did this. They don't care. They just want to know, can I tell me how much food is in there? All right. So uh, I have my plate of food. I do my scan and within five seconds, or as soon as I'm putting that phone down, we have information for you. Now, let's talk about these nudges Jim was just talking about. So, you're an end user. You create a profile like we're all used to doing. You put your name in and um, your height, your weight, all that information, and then your goal. Okay. So, um, uh, Scott, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. So, Scott, you put in, say, uh, my goal is uh, I want to lose some weight. I want to increase some muscle. And, and we give you a bunch of different things that you don't even think about that you'd be like, well, that's kind of interesting. And let's just say one of them is sustainability of the planet. Hmm. You're like, okay. the hell does that have to do with the food I'm eating? But all right, I'll go with that because that's trendy and I'd like to be sustainable as well. So we have those three things and you start using our app. Now, just like Alexa, just like Siri, just like the Google um, you have in your home, the more you use it, the better it gets, okay? Because it starts to learn you. It starts to know your voice. You can start talking to it. It'll start answering a lot of the different things. Also, when Alexa came out, she was only 75% full. Hmm. So if you've ever used her or anyone like her, she could do things more now today than she couldn't last year. Uh, and that's just because we're all using her. So you sign up, you're on the, uh, the platform, you're scanning away, we're giving you information and your goal is weight loss. And we know that in order for us to get you, to help you get to your goal, that you need to eat 2000 calories a day mm -hmm. and you need to exercise um, and break down the protein, carbon, fat, and all that. You have eaten breakfast, you scanned your food. You've eaten lunch, you scanned your food. You are walking into Cheesecake Factory. And I'm sorry, Cheesecake Factory, if you're a sponsor, <laughs> I apologize, but oh no, Mike, bad. we're looking for sponsors. So if Opsis <laughs> wants to do something, there you go. You know, the better it's actually between options. you and Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what well, happens. By the time I'm done, Cheesecake Factory is not going to want anything to do with you. <laughs> okay. All right, that's fine. Thanks. All right. Smart you marketing. Walk in, you walk into Cheesecake Factory first and foremost. I know where you're at because your geolocation. Okay. Okay. Now. Because you've scanned breakfast and lunch and you're allowed 2,000 calories for the day. Your phone sends you a message that says, get out, you fat shit. <laughs> you know how many times people have- One bite and run. 
<laughs> exactly. Brian, everyone's like, get out, leave, get out now. Yeah. Uh, no, but even better than that, um, we're going to know that, uh, Scott, you have 1,300 calories in your body. You've okay. consumed 1,300 calories already with breakfast and lunch. You walk into Cheesecake Factory. This is where I went. When they said, I'm, I'm, the, non, I'm the only non-tech person in this company, okay? And when they said, Mike, we hired you, you're Jedi. He can build you whatever you want. This is what I started with. I'm like, all right, I'm going big. You'd build this. You got me. His name's Curtis. He's awesome. I said, I want to walk into Cheesecake Factory. I want it, my phone to know. I want on my phone, I want the menu to pop up. But more importantly, I want 700 calorie items to float wow. up high. That's awesome. And that's the thing that says, hey, Mike, start here. That's amazing. These, yeah. these are your 700 calories. Now, I have the option. This is where I'm not going to piss off Cheesecake Factory. I could be a complete asshole and toggle that off because, A, I want to either have leftovers or I just want to be an asshole and eat a lot of food. Mm-hmm. Or let's say I'm an, I'm an endurance athlete myself and I've got a big bike ride tomorrow. So I need to actually carb load for tomorrow's ride. But if my goal is weight loss, it's going to... Jim, uh, you're on mute. Jim, you're on mute. Uh, Mike, 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 great segue right there. Just, just so you're an endurance athlete and it's giving you a nudge. Go on to that. So the audience understands that that if you're an endurance athlete and you need more carbs, it'll also give you that nudge, right? Yep. Yep. So just segue so people understand the whole, the big picture. You were saying that the nudges are customized based on what you're entering the first time that you're putting in. You got it. Okay. You got it. Perfect. Yep. 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 That's exactly it. So, and the more you communicate with us, the more we know, the more we can help you. And this is having the personal trainer in your back pocket at all times. And that's what's so cool. So I walk into Cheesecake Factory. If I decide uh, that I want to eat, if I want to stay in that 700 calories, I can do that. Now, before I go into the endurance athlete nudge, what if I'm a diabetic and I've scanned breakfast and lunch and I go to scan my dinner before my phone goes down, I get a vibration in my phone. Because I'm a type one diabetic, I wear a glucose monitoring on my arm, and it tells me, "Hey, Mike, based off of what you've eaten today, in you know, this would be a much shorter words, but this is basically what's happening. Based off of what you've eaten today, eat half of what's on that plate, or you know what, eat half of the mashed potatoes, enjoy the chicken, mm. or or vice versa. You know what, Mike, you need a little bit more carbs in you right now, so." That's the nudges that we can do, whether diabetic, SIBO, IBS, um, we're working with uh, cancer uh, as well. And somebody says, well, why cancer? The food we eat directly can be affected by the chemo treatments and they, they go hand in hand. So they, they're very interested in us. So endurance athlete, this is the other part I had asked. I said, Curtis, can you connect to my calendar? And he says, if you give me authorization, yes. I said, okay. Now, there's a little bit on my part. I have to communicate with my calendar that on Saturday, I'm going to do a four-hour ride at a medium intensity. Now, as long as I put that in that calendar, the Opsys app will be able to see that information. So it tells me, hey, Mike, based on your ride tomorrow, you need to keep eating, keep eating, get your carbs up, get your carbs up, dialed in. Okay, now get some good sleep. 
do your bike ride. At the end of your bike ride, this is what you need for recovery. You got a 60-minute window, start eating this. Da, da, da. It literally will guide you and tell you what to do. Yeah, that's amazing. Incredible. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Eric, this is, I, I, I do have one question. So yes. I, went, I went to um, a restaurant or like a month ago, and a friend had a burger, and they had fries. So I said, do you want these fries? I took a bite. I bit into it. It was actually fried avocado. Oh, believe it or not. So my question is with the app, if you're taking a video, how do you tell what's inside of it? Is that a big issue? Like if I have a burger, you know, people make burgers at home. They, they put things inside of it. How do you guys do things like that? Like a fried Oreo. Like a A fried fried Oreo. Oreo. Yes. Like does the the user have to type in what it is? Right. Great question. First, let, yeah, that's a great question, but why in the hell are we talking about a fried Oreo? I love how I had to pick the fattest food there possibly is. <laughs> uh, I'm on a diet. No fried Oreo. Fried Twinkies, Mike, please. What you Un- just explained, Mike, it's going to be a real rude awakening when my technology starts to judge me. Oh, okay. yeah. I said fried yeah. avocado. You said, yeah, like fried Oreos. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I want a uh, HBO version of the app, too. Um, I wanted to, and I haven't asked for that yet, but I want it to be like, oh no, let's get real with these people. Like if, yeah, you, know, if you want a G rated, that's fine, but you mm-hmm. want hardcore. Oh yeah. This, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, have you ever, have you ever heard of a guy named CT Fletcher? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. You should go get him just to do voiceovers. For him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, that would be great. That would be so perfect. <laughs> Uh, So, Eric, answer your question. Yeah, this is a great question, and we get this a lot. Um, And I'll try to keep it as simple as possible. So, think of it uh, in the the database world. You're going to have your own database right above your head. Mm -hmm. It's a a cloud that's kind of following you around. And then you have the main database, okay, that sits way above out in the galaxy world. So, uh, let's go with the one where you at home make your own hamburger. All right. So you scan, you made your own burger and, and you built it. Okay. It's got the bun on it. It's got all the fixings and everything. And, uh, and, and we're, you're not a citizen scientist. Okay. You, the end user, this thing's up and running, but it's your first time using it. You scan it and it says, Hey Eric, you're having a burger. Some language like this. You say, yes. Well, based off of 80% of hamburgers eaten out there, they all have cheese on them. They all have ketchup, mustard, and they're drop-down menus. Okay, so we're not going to call it a cheeseburger because it's a freaking hamburger that mm-hmm. happens to have. If you if you don't have cheese, but you have peanut butter, is it a peanut butter burger? No, it's a hamburger with peanut butter on it. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to have the top list items of what are the most common things on there, and they're either going to we haven't decided yet. They're going to be either checked or unchecked, and you're going to let's say they're unchecked. You're going to check. Nope, mine has that, 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 and that. Okay. This is similar when you're on Amazon and you go shopping and you buy something that says, Hey, you know what? When people buy this, they also buy this. Mm-hmm. That's freaking data. Mm-hmm. That's all that is saying, Hey, Eric, every, t- you know, 90% of the people that buy this, buy this stupid item for some reason, you may be interested. You look at that. Oh, you know what? I was needing one of those. Yeah. That's how that happens. Same exact way. So, we're going to learn you. Okay. So you're going to scan we're, and you're going to tell us it's the burger and the, these are the ingredients. Okay, great. Uh, a couple of weeks later, you eat a burger again at home. Now we know you're at home and we see it. Hey, Eric, is that your burger? 
last time you had these things on it. Is this the same thing? And, and you, it, again, it takes, you don't have to do it right then because we want you to eat your hot burger. Mm-hmm. It's later that night or even the next day. Hey, Eric, we noticed you had a burger. Um, did it have these things on it? Yes, it did. We ask you twice. We're not asking you three times because mm-hmm. we now know you. Yeah. Hey, Eric, you go over to Scott's house. Okay, we know you're at Scott's house and you have a burger. Hey, Eric, we know you're eating a burger. And let's say you live right next door to Scott. Uh, is this your burger? No, it's not. Oh, this is Scott's burger. Well, we know what Scott's burger is because Scott's already scanned it. And so, hey, but did you put on these? Did we start to get to know. Now, if you never put cheese on your burger, if you go out to a restaurant, we know there's no cheese on that burger because mm-hmm. you've already had five hamburgers with no cheese on it. The yeah. likelihood you have no cheese on that burger. That's how we get to know you more and more. Okay. What about the uh, the French fries? What did it have in it? Uh, avocado. Avocado. Interesting. Uh, don't know how that would taste, but it was it, weird. It was weird, okay. but, but it I, like I, I was equally surprised. Yes. No sure. fried Oreo. That's for right. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but it looked like a French fry. Yeah, it looked like yeah. a French fry, and I bit into it, and it's green. I'm like, this is old or healthy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Either way, I don't want it. Yeah. Um, how does that work? Okay, so it's going to take us time. But we believe that we will have every restaurant on the planet on our platform. And there's many reasons why they will want to be. Even a Denny's? Even a Lenny's. I mean, Denny's. Applebee's, baby. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and there's a reason why. Uh, here's a great way to look at this. So, again, I go back to Google Maps. Google Maps, they built it. They, you know, they did all these things. They went to all the fast food chains and say, would you like to advertise on our platform? And every one of them said, no, I'm not going to pay you. They said, okay. So what did Google do? That was brilliant. They put all of them on their platform. So when you're, you know, get to Taco Bell, turn left, Uh you get to this station, turn right. They left it on for about six months. Everybody's sales go up. I didn't know there was a Taco Bell there. Now they go back to them. Do you want to stay on or do you want to come off? Genius. Mm. Smart. God damn it. I'm not that smart. Right? You want to listen to our podcast or not? (laughs) Exactly it. So will we eventually get, we believe every restaurant will want to be on it. Why? My wife and I are tonight. We're like, God, I don't know what to eat. I have no idea where we're going to eat. Well, Mm -hmm. I can go on my Opsis app eventually and say, hmm. What have I not had lately? What has been a good meal that's been healthy for my goal? Okay. Uh, that's been, and I'll get into this in a second, but I'm going to throw it out there. That's been sustainable for the planet. I want to have one of those meals or, Hey, Mike, you have not eaten this lately. We noticed you're eating a lot of sushi, but you haven't had a lot of chicken lately. What do you think about this for dinner? Oh, that sounds great. Hey, Mike, hit here. We'll order it up for you and have it delivered. Wow. Yeah. So I, now I, we can get uh, into... Uh, food delivery uh, companies. Ah, so we That's- noticed, hey, you know, hey, Eric, uh, you are staying on track for your goal. And these are the best foods you've eaten in the last month. Uh, would you like us to have uh, this food delivered to your house? Go ahead and hit here. And bam, you hit there right from the app and all of a sudden the food's delivered. A little person comes out of the box, cooks it up for you and wow. you're, you're set. Well, so I, I, have, I, have, I have one tough question though. All right, here um, we go. So I got my 23andMe done, my blood 
test to see what I was or whatever. And when I sent it in, a nurse that I know called me an idiot and said, you're kind of dumb because in the future, that's on record. And people like healthcare companies and whatnot, they're going to want to use that data and say, you're predisposed to this. So they're going to affect your healthcare. Yep. Do, is there any, I mean, a lot of like, you know, Facebook, Google, all that selling your information. It, it, do you get any questions like, okay, I had 15 bacon cheeseburgers. This, this app is going to wrap me out. Do you, do you, is that a question that you guys come across? Absolutely. Absolutely. We started Kevin from day one, again, trained by Steve Jobs. Um, Your information is your information. We are not, we will not, absolutely will not sell that information to anybody. Two things on that. You eventually will be able to go into your doctor office and you're going to have your physical. Now, doctors are not currently, some of the younger ones are, hey, tell me what you've been eating lately. Because they should be asking that because that really tells you a lot about what's going on in your body, uh, allergies or whatever. Like I've got allergies. Okay. And I walk in going, doc, I've got a bad cough or cold. And he's like, mm, I bet you not. And now if he knew what I was eating, well, if the doc says, Hey Mike, what have you been eating? Oh, geez. Well, I could do a food recall and I can sit here and try to tell you everything. Or I can take out my app and say, boom, that's everything I've been eating. And he looks at it and it's pictures, okay? It's detailed pictures of what he's been eating, of what you've been eating, um, instead of just a bunch of graphs and charts and everything. But he literally can see going, Eric, there's nothing green. Uh, you know what? Actually, I'm not going to pick on Eric Scott. There is nothing, <laughs> there's not a vegetable. Pick on, on the you. fried Oreo, kid. <laughs> exactly. Easy like, what target. the hell? <laughs> Nothing's like, not fried. About- <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, uh, Scott, you're worried. I'm the doctor. You're worried about, you know, something that's going to happen to you. And, and this, uh, the, the, you know, um, the supplement that I'm going to recommend, but look at, you're not even eating anything yellow, anything orange. There's no green. What the hell? Mm. So that's going to be really cool. Here's the other part of this. Um, we will, we will never sell your information, but what we can sell if you are the Mars bar company, okay, and you make candy bars and you advertise at the Super Bowl and you advertise in magazines and you advertise on social media and you advertise did it everywhere, wouldn't you as the company want to know actually who's buying your candy bar and where and when and what time, what location and what demographic? That information we sell but it is not tied to anybody. We can say is a 36-year-old male at 7-Eleven at 11 p.m. in the Pacific Northwest are buying more Snickers bars than anywhere in the country. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't know- I know the culprit person. for that. What's that? <laughs> I think I know the culprit for that. <laughs> and, in New Jersey, and in New Jersey, some fat fuck is buying fried Oreos on the yeah. and he's And he's clean. The guy on the West Coast at least has an has exactly. alibi. Why he does it? Exactly. <laughs> but so yeah. That's the information that we will have available. That's right. Now, are we going to go out and sell it? No, because that's not where we're going to make our money. That That's- um, I should, we're not going to search that out. If they come to us, if they're smart enough to say, Hey, wait a minute, we make Doritos. 
and we're doing these amazing Super Bowl ads, are they actually working? Are Super mm-hmm. Bowl se- are, uh, Dorito sales going up after the Super Bowl and on Monday? Because if they're not, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, lo and behold, actually, it's better on Instagram or um, it's this demographic, whatever it is. Yeah. So that's we're very aware. And, and trust me, that that's been a from day one of we don't want to be considered big brother. Mm-hmm. We are not. Yeah. We're not here to tell you how to eat. We will not judge you. Okay. We're a data company, and all we're doing is giving you the data. What you do with it is totally up to you. Now, yeah. if you ask us to nudge you, that's different than judging. Okay. Mm-hmm. We will nudge you all day long. If you're a diabetic, if you're going through cancer and you're on a chemo treatment, we'll nudge you in the right way. Uh, but we will never judge you. Okay. Um, if you are a professional athlete and we need to know what's fueling your body, uh, this is a, a complete game changer in the world of athletics. Right. And when the college kid comes in and says, coach, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. And, you know, and, uh, the dietitian on the team has made sure that every athlete uploads on Monday, what they ate for the weekend. And if they're seeing like only two scans, they're, they're you know, college dietitians, like, look, junior, you're 350 pounds. You didn't eat twice. Where are the rest of your scans? You're not scanning. And now the coach knows ahead of time, Junior is going to really have a hard time at practice. Smart. Yeah. So yeah. We're, we're ahead of the game uh, right. on everything. Mike, I want Smart to, to have different levels yeah. for like an NFL and whatnot and have like more maybe right. assigned people to them through the app. That's smart. That's yep. really Mike, smart. Mike, I want to cut in because, Jim, I just want to ask, yeah. like, I see the way like you look at like this being explained and it looks like you're very excited about it. Now you as like someone who was in athletics and stuff, you've probably been through so many training uh, sessions, nutrition, like what to you as an athlete, why are you so hyped up about this? Sorry, this sounds very infomercially. It's really not. (laughs) I would just like, like what's different about it. You being an athlete 30, 40 years, like what, what gets you like up for this one more so? Oh, that's great question. I I think just with what Mike uh, presented earlier, it's just, uh, it doesn't matter who, where, where you come from, what walk of life, right? So you're a professional athlete. And to Eric's point, uh, which you just mentioned, is taking these athletes and then having one-on-one trainers looking at the information from the technology in the app, right? And looking at the data points and the algorithms, algorithms and saying, listen, the reason you you, you, you're 295, we need you and a professional weight. And, and they do this in the NFL. They want you down to 280 or you, or you get fined. And the, and the guy that's 295 is not losing weight. He presents the data to, you know, the trainer, the coach. Well, hey, data doesn't lie, correct? So they're going to know and work with that athlete to be able to pinpoint what he or she is not doing on a daily basis because they're not logging their food or scanning doing in the breeze. Uh, I I think it's just a genius with, uh, especially on the professional level. And I'll give you a a story here. So Dr. Michael Clark, who's who, and I think Mike Pincus would agree, probably the best doctor of physical therapy in the entire country works with every professional team organization athlete. Uh, 
told me a story just two weeks ago that they had a professional athlete and you would think being a professional athlete that you have some knowledge with nutrition, right? I mean, especially a guy that's uh, getting paid big dollars would know what he should or shouldn't take into his body to lose weight, vice versa. So this gentleman, uh, and I'll say he was right around 300 pounds. They didn't understand why he wasn't losing weight when he had a team of experts around him daily come to find out what he was bringing into his body. As we all know, everything has a calorie. doesn't matter what you consume. Everything has a calorie. Well, he was logging all his food, but he wasn't logging a lot of the uh, calories based on liquid. Uh, so he was having uh, Coke. Uh, Mike said he was having Snapple. Well, at the end of the day, he was having over a thousand calories per day of just liquids that he wasn't recording. Mm -hmm. So you take that thousand calories times seven, that's 7,000 calories. That's almost two pounds that mm -hmm. he was supposed to be in a deficit, but he was in a surplus. Well, yeah. they figured it out. So it, the greatest thing about this app is being able to have all of the data right in front of you and it doesn't lie. I mean, it, it's just, gosh, I mean, there, there's not a person on this planet that shouldn't be using uh, this technology. It, it's, it's astounding. It, uh, every day I just shake my head going, oh my gosh, I mean, oh my gosh. I mean, even tonight learning, you're, all you guys had great questions. I mean, wow. I mean, because we all think the same way. I don't care who you are. We're, we're all thinking those same questions. A lot of the people are too shy or embarrassed to ask those questions. But Eric, I mean, you, you man, I mean, you, you laid some great ones out, especially with the French fry with avocado. Yep. Yep. And I have, I have one more. What about portions, right? So if, if there's a, if I'm at a birthday party and there's a cake, homemade cake and someone cuts a slice of it and I just say, you know, I'm on a diet. Let me take two bites of yours. How is that recorded? Or if I have a big bag of chips and I have a handful of, or two, how, how do you record that? So let's go, with the, let's go with the cake first. Okay. Um, obviously, you're going to, you know, if you don't scan it, we, we don't see it. Mm -hmm. Okay. That, that's first and foremost. You have to be yeah. a, a equal participant. Um, so, but let's say, uh, let's say you don't scan it. All right. Are two bites of cake at the end of a week or end of 30 days or end of six months really going to make a difference? The answer okay. is no. So do we have to see every single thing you put in your body? No. Do we need to see 90% of it? Sure. If we see 50% compared to what you're doing now, we're still winning. Yeah. Um, there's a saying that I love is a salad. One salad doesn't make you skinny and one donut doesn't make you fat. Mm. Okay. Mm. Now let's go back to that cake though let's say you do scan okay and and you had a uh, you had two bites of that cake eventually our technology if you really want to dial this thing in deep you're going to scan ahead of time you're going to eat your two pieces or your two bites you're going to scan a second time and put it away now we know exactly how much you ate wow that's what we're that's eventually what we're going to be able to do Jeez. okay so that that's going to be great the bag of chips Bag of chips is a tough one because there are a lot of us that sit uh, at home and we grab the chips. Now, if I want to be, if I'm going to be a knowledgeable asshole, 
I'm going to scan the barcode and I'm going to cry. I'm eating that whole bag. Okay. And I'm going to, yep, I'm eating the whole bag and I, and I know what's going to happen. Um, but let's just say that I just grab the chips and I don't scan it again. Don't scan it. We don't see it. We don't know yep. what we would love to do is get people, and this is going to be the hardest part, and this has nothing to do with the app. This is behavioral change. We would love everybody to plate their food. If you just plate your food, I don't care what it is you're eating, you will eat less of it. Mm -hmm. So grab the chips, uh, either put them in a baggie or put them on a paper plate, and you sit there, oh, geez, that's a lot of chips. I'm even embarrassed. You're going to put some back, tie the bag up, put it away, go sit on the couch and eat them. Now, you could easily scan it. Again, let's say you chose, you're, you're with your buddies, okay? And you grab some chips and instead of sticking your hand in there because we're post-COVID and, you know, you don't want to do all that. And so you yeah. put it on your plate. One of the fastest tricks in losing weight is plating your food. Every damn time it works. Mm. But again, do you, do you have to plate every single thing? No, we yeah. just need you to be using us more and more, okay? Yeah, that, but what if you had... What if you had like the barcode, right? You said you want to get restaurants and whatnot. What if you had access to the barcodes to items in grocery stores? So if it was a big bag of Lay's chips and you could, you had the option of saying out of all, I know how many calories are in this. Let's say just to make numbers easy. There's a hundred calories in this bag of chips, scan it. And you say, how many, how much percentage of the bag did you have? 20%. All right. You had 200 calories. That would be a cool yep. thing to do just, just yeah, for that. Yeah, as well. We can easily do that. Yeah, yeah, easily do that. What we want to do is less work for you. So yep, yep. let's decide to add that feature and we find out people are not using it. We'll take it off because yep. this, is the, this is something we were talking with our PR firm today and they wanted to know what is your accuracy? How accurate is this thing going to be? Mm -hmm. And we started talking, you know, that, that's got to be important. We, and we all had our own take on it. And I, my take was, I don't care how accurate we are because the portion size will be accurate that because we're creating a 3d model that's done never been done before in order to to be able to do it with a camera 10 years ago would have been a supercomputer to do it if it's done today a camera is thirty thousand dollars to be able to do it it's never been attempted okay kevin figured out how to do it with our stupid phones so if i know let's say you know but I just, if I say, Scott, cut your portion by 25%, mm -hmm. you have to lose weight. Okay. That there's dollars to it uh, because you're eating less food. Um, now you want to get healthier and all that. That's different. But if your goal is just to lose weight. So yes, there is a possibility down the road that if we find a way to communicate better. So let's say you scan that barcode, but instead of typing it in, you talk it in and you say 20%. Okay. And if that's fast enough and that gets us great, people use it easy. Yeah. That's what's so cool about adding these things. It's all technology. I feel yep. like Jim, Scott, I feel like Jim, Eric and Brian uh, had a conversation about me and this is actually an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, starting to, I'm starting to feel that way. <laughs> so, Scott, uh, I'll, Scott, I'll oh, let you in. Uh, I'll let you <clears throat> in on all of this. Uh, there is no company, actually. Uh, this whole right, thing right. is a complete yeah. ruse, and they're very concerned. And, and this was 
Yeah, you walked right into our trap yelling oh, yeah. fried Oreos. No one needs this more than me. Jim, I am going to text you later a photo of a piece of chocolate cake I had Saturday night. And boy, it is just like this is perfect timing. This, for, this is a podcast uh, about health. It's got like, well, what about fried Oreos? Are those bad? Or like, do we have cheese? As I'm drinking a Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> oh my it. god oh, it's zero, it looked like it's zero sugar right zero sugar uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah yeah thank god there's no sugar in there oh, my god. Oh, it's so like cool to talk to someone like with a with all the respect the brain like you because like i could quote the simpsons i could give you baseball stats from the 60s but like when it comes to like just pure like i'm sure you've heard this like technological like genius and things like that like speaking of people like you and um uh kevin like that just hearing that shit and brian you mentioned it before like that's true genius like people go on and be um uh, certain jobs and whatnot but they're just good at memorizing stuff out of a book this is like true genius thinking of concocting stuff it's critical thinking yeah Yeah, i agree critical thinking coming up with all of the coming up with something that doesn't exist yeah right that's so true, Brian. Right? I say you know, that uh, all the time. That ingenious, uh, yeah, incredible. So, Brian, you'll appreciate this because uh, I know obviously your background and what you do with with health and fitness. So, I had been uh, so I've been with um, well, July was two years, so over two years now. And my wife and I were on vacation uh, a few months ago. It was over this past summer, and I'm on a Zoom call. Uh, with our team. Mm-hmm. And they, I've been asking, okay, this is what I want the app to do. This is what I want it to look like. Don't, don't let it look like this. Don't let it do this. It just has to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm the only end user that I'm, I'm the only one that represents end user myself and Jessica, our chief nutrition officer. Between the two of us, we have 60 hour or 60 uh, years combined of working one-on-one with people. Uh, mm-hmm. Mine's more one-on-one. She was in a lot of corporate, but also did one-on-one. So between the two of us, we asked for this thing. So we're on vacation and they, it came time to present to me what it's going to look like. And, and the, okay, Mike, here we go. This is what it's starting to look like. And I'm, they put it up on the screen and they started walking me through it. And I just sat there and I was speechless. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't figured out, I'm able to talk. I have no problem talking. I am completely speechless and completely emotional and I completely lost it, started crying. And they're like, what happened? I said, you have no idea what you just did. You have completely saved the planet. Hmm. You are a bunch of people that, that we asking you to do this and build this. You're like, oh, no big deal. Oh yeah, we could do that. Oh yeah, we could do this. And because you're not out there representing society and knowing what society wants and why people won't use these apps, these other apps out there, you've gotten rid of all the friction. There is no friction. So when somebody recently asked me like, so who's your target market? I said, you eat food. Yeah. Mm, anyone. Yeah. Everyone. Done. Everyone. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Everyone. No, that so is when you see the, when you see the end user app and, and how beautiful it looks and um, um, the gamification that we put into it, the colors that are chosen, 
Like, I mean, we spent probably three months on colors and, and what they mean and how important it is to the eye and in light and in dark. And like, I seriously, and when it all came together, I was, I'm still speechless when I see it. It's, it's mind blowing. Yeah. So yes, I'm in the company, but I'm the one over here going, you people are crazy um, <laughs> because this is insane. Well, if they ever do a commercial for this app, I could be the perfect before photo. <laughs> like, so like, man, before I lost it, I was eating this chocolate cake and they even had an intervention for me on the podcast. <laughs> so it'd be beautiful, you know, to cross-reference. Oh, oh my God. One last round thing, though, Mike, before like uh, we wrap up, because I know you're busy out there. Uh, yeah. Eric, uh, final thoughts, any, any other questions? Um, if you're looking for a small time investors, I'm your guy. I think last time we spoke, it was about a mil or two, a little higher than I was expecting. <laughs> um, but yeah, look out for little guys. You know, we're, uh, I have ideas too. I love it. <laughs> That's good. That's awesome. Good, Eric. Go on, Jim. <laughs> no, I just, uh, it's just awesome to hear, you know, each and every, you know, Mike and I are, gosh, we've known each other for 30 years and, and we're uh, Mike and I, I consider Mike one of my best friends and each and every day I talk to him, I, I say the same thing you said, Brian, and just it's in Mike's ingenious. I, I, I'm learning so much. I thought I knew Mike, uh, but now I know him so much more and we've become even closer the last couple months uh, working hand in hand uh, just about opsis and mm. every day it's, I, I just, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I mean, that's how I feel. It's, yeah. it's, it's something that everyone in the world uh, can utilize this yeah. uh, program and app. Uh, it, it's going to be a game changer. And I just can't wait uh, to, to get on the road with Mike and tell the world about it. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Brian? Yeah, I think one of the most important things about this, I mean, outside of everything that, is encompassed that we spoke about um you took the thinking out of it yeah. and that's the most important thing that you can do because let's be honest everybody's lazy mm -hmm. yeah. as much as as much as we're all you know motivated to do things and you go to the gym and you work out and you do a podcast you do this you do that at the end of the day we're all lazy we want everything mm -hmm. nice and easy especially something like food yeah, yeah. Lead why, for activity. Yeah. That's why yeah. fast food exists because people don't want to cook. They know it's terrible for them, but they don't want to cook. It's extra effort after yeah, all yep. the effort they put forth. So now to have all of that, you just took the thinking out of it. Someone could just, oh, I got my phone. Scan. Good. All right. We're good. I can eat now. Yeah. For all the features, all the great things about it. That's one of the biggest things is you took the thinking out. I think what's yeah. really cool too, Mike, is like, uh, like Brian said, as simple as a phone. Everyone has a phone. No matter where you live, you have a phone. Yeah. And like, what's really cool, a lot of meal plans, a lot of restaurants, like might not exist in certain areas of the country. So people are, you know, eating worse, if you will. And they're just more like, it's a cycle. You know, the cycle, like the certain areas. And like for them to have this means now, like it's easier. It, it doesn't discriminate against wealth or people who are yeah. poor. Everyone could use it. So like, that is so cool that you're, you just like took all that 
out of it. And people who live in one area of the country and another are using the same exact thing. There's no, I have to pay $150 for a gym membership. I could only afford $10. Everyone has this. So be careful because you might be taking business from higher powers. And the last thing I want is to read about you in some accident. Because for us, we're us now too. Now. You put them on the map. <laughs> this is exactly fried Oreo. This is exactly fried Oreo. He's mine. Go on, Mike. Say it again, Mike. This is exactly why I brought Laser onto the team because I need a bodyguard. <laughs> Security. And that's why exactly. Laser's friends with me because he needs a bodyguard, right? Yeah. <laughs> Laser Senior. <laughs> there you go. Love it. I love it. Mike, where can we uh, what can we look forward to at Opsis Health? I know you have a website. Yeah. Laser. Sorry. <laughs> I love it. So no, he just um, calls me lazy. Just no. That's good. <laughs> Thank you. Mike, yeah, go on. Uh, what we could look for? Instagram, Twitter, something. Yeah. So uh, we're not on social media just yet. We are, our website is opsishealth.com. Uh, everyone can go and check it out and see more of the story. And the website keeps being updated. Uh, we just released it in July and we've been in stealth mode for, uh, well, Kevin has been three years. And so more and more information keeps coming out about it. You can read about us and who we are as the team. Uh, citizen scientists, that's probably one of the biggest things people say, how do I get involved? Uh, we are starting our beta testing with our friends and family, our very close friends and family on November 1st. But come December 1st is the big deal. And that's when we're going to be, uh, we, we will have perfected everything. And now we're allowed to, we don't want to piss off outside of friends and family. Hmm. As you know anything you know, you start a podcast and it's like, hey, friends, family, listen to this. How does it sound before you release it to the world to, to listen? Uh, so it's kind of the same thing. So December 1st, uh, everyone will uh, will open the doors. But for those that are interested, they can go on now, log in, uh, sign up as a citizen scientist, and you will hear from us around beginning December. But along the way, we're going to be starting to send out some newsletters and some information, some little tidbits of everything based around nutrition. I'll be throwing in some fitness stuff in there as well, just stuff to keep you interested because you're saying to us, hey, I'm here to help. I want to help you guys and help save the world. Uh, yep. Then we're going to give back as well. Uh, so, yeah, that'll Perfect. officially start September 1st. Really cool, man. Mike, and it's it's eventually. Go on. No, go on. Yeah. Yeah, no, so I would say eventually we will be all over social media. Uh, we'll be having, uh, we'll be, you know, doing some kind of uh, autograph signing with laser and a singlet nice. and uh, traveling uh, <laughs> yeah. to the U.S. On that. Um, yeah, yeah. Hey, if you fly me out, I'll wear a singlet next to them. Wow. Or you won't. <laughs> you, you just got to say which one of these uses the app. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Before and after. You just yeah. pull, one your rival, pull one of your rival apps with me and then like right. ones with him. There you Mike, go. Mike, this is really cool, man. I hope you had a great time. Uh, it was great. Thank uh, you, guys. Yeah. Really appreciate Thank it. You. Thank yeah, you. Thank you for extending the olive branch and getting us together. So uh, it was really cool. Awesome. Hey, Scott, Brian, and Eric awesome you guys are great dudes uh mike pincus you're the man and i appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to join these three guys uh and all the listeners in, in the future here so thanks everybody awesome, awesome. Never surrender. thank you 